Hi, y'all, and welcome to the Fitness Nutritionist Podcast. And that's nutritionist with an S, since there's two of us. We're your hosts, Stephanie and Mandy. We all know that nutrition and fitness information can be overwhelming and confusing. So we're here to help women find real answers for all things fitness and nutrition related by giving you quick tips and strategies so you can find your healthy weight, get fit, and improve your physical and mental health. And as registered dietitians, we know how nutrition and exercise can help you feel better and allow you to live your healthiest and happiest life. So be sure and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the episodes full of great tips and helpful information we have just for you. You can also join us in our private Facebook group, The Fitness Nutritionist Corner, where we will provide fun challenges, answer your questions, and support women along their journey to a better health. So grab a glass of water and let's get moving with today's topic. Hi, y'all, and welcome to episode number four of the Fitness Nutritionist Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about being tired. So do you wake up tired? Do you go to bed tired? Do you kind of live throughout your day being tired? If so, this podcast is for you. Yeah, tiredness and exhaustion are fairly common problems in today's society. You know, like you said, you can wake up tired, you can go to bed tired, you can just feel tired all day long. There's many factors that can cause fatigue that we may be experiencing through even different phases of our lifetime. So they can be medical, psychological, or even lifestyle. And I think lifestyle is going to be one of the biggest ones that we hit on today based on the world that we live in. Yeah, I agree, Mandy. So a lot of the things that we do, we might not realize that that could actually be contributing to us just feeling tired all the time and not having any energy. So let's start off with talking about some of the lifestyle factors. So if you are eating a diet that is high in refined carbohydrates, that can actually lead to feelings of exhaustion. Or, you know, have you ever had, you've eaten that big lunch, that big pasta dinner with the bread and all that. And then you go back to work and you're just like, you're reaching for the coffee pot or something because you just had that slump in the afternoon after that kind of high carbohydrate meal. So refined carbs can lead to being tired. So these are often like processed sugars, table sugar, white bread, white rice, processed breakfast cereals and pastries, sodas, that type of thing. So if you're eating a lot of those foods and you're feeling tired during the day, you might want to just take a look at that and seeing if there's ways that you can cut back on the amount of refined carbs that you're eating. Yeah, we need more of those slow burning complex carbohydrates to help us get through the day. But who can't pass up that fresh hot bread dipped in some olive oil? (laughs) Yeah. And the reason behind that, Mandy, the reason why that can cause you to feel tired is when you eat refined carbs your blood sugar increases fairly quickly. So this is when your pancreas then secretes insulin to move that sugar out of your bloodstream into the cells of your body. And this rise and fall of blood sugar levels can result in you feeling sluggish and tired. Then as a result, you reach for more refined carbs to get some energy. And this cycle just keeps repeating itself. 
Yeah. So for that optimum absorption, we need to eat those complex carbs that have high fiber content. Fiber also helps us in many different ways, not just by feeling more full, but it also helps our digestive system as well. So this kind of leads into the second point under lifestyle is not eating enough protein. So adequate protein intake has actually been shown to increase your metabolic rate more so than carbs or fat. PubMed suggests that fatigue may be reduced by branch chain amino acids, and these are the building blocks of protein. So not only do you not want to eat too many refined carbs, but you want to be sure that you're adding protein in at your meals and snacks to kind of help stabilize your blood sugar and just to help fight off those feelings of fatigue. Yeah, this is probably one of the biggest conversations that I have with clients that I see is they they have to understand how all three, like carbohydrates, fat and protein, how they work together to help give you that energy. And if you're trying to avoid one, that it doesn't really help. It's not as effective. But yeah, you're right. And they can be plant-based proteins or they can be animal-based proteins. Um, Either or, they have those good sources of protein that help us you know, keep that blood sugar level throughout the day. So we have that energy that we need. Right. And then this kind of ties into point number three is just not eating enough calories. So calories are energy, right? So when you don't eat enough, your metabolism slows down in order for you to conserve energy. So this can then result in you feeling fatigued or tired. I have a lot of women that come to me and You know, it's like they say that they hit a slump at about three o'clock in the afternoon. And then we start talking about what they've eaten that day. And they started their morning off with a cup of coffee. And then they might have, you know, nibbled on a little something. They had soup at lunch or something like that. And then at three o'clock, they're wondering why, you know, they're just exhausted and they have no energy. Well, they haven't fueled themselves. So being sure that you eat enough calories is really important because remember, like we said, calories are fuel. Without that fuel, you're not going to feel um, as energetic as you would. Yeah, this is probably one of the number one issues when I am talking to clients. I will ask them, how many times a day do you actually eat? It doesn't have to be a full meal. It could be a snack, whatever it is. So many of them tell me one meal a day. Mm-hmm. And so I, I tend to explain this. I don't know if I've used this analogy before, but you know, I tell them we're here in Texas. So I'm like, imagine fueling your car here in Texas and expecting it to go all the way to Wyoming mm-hmm. on one tank of gas. Right. I said, you can't just like, we can't ask our bodies to do the same thing. Just doing those simple tasks that we do each day, brushing our hair, brushing our teeth. Yeah. I so love that. that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another one is just not drinking enough fluids. So research shows us that even being slightly dehydrated can result in lower energy levels. And it also affects your ability to concentrate. So, um, you know, just being sure that you're hydrating, preferably getting some water in every day and and keeping yourself hydrated, because if not, then you can definitely be hitting that wall in the afternoon. Yeah, I have this conversation with my husband a lot. You know, he's he's a farmer who works outside and he's always thirsty. And I'm telling him, you know, like just imagine our skin, our largest organ. And if, if we're seeing our skin dry, then we know that we're not drinking enough hydration. And for him, he drinks a lot of water. 
So he thinks he's good, but I'm telling him like you're, you're sweating, you're, you're using those electrolytes. So you need to be replacing, you know, electrolytes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other thing also is being sure that you're not relying on energy drinks because it is true that these types of drinks can boost your energy, but it's a temporary fix. The negative part though, is you'll likely have rebound fatigue after the effects of those stimulants wear off. So try cutting back your consumption of, I'm not going to name any specific ones, but you know, the ones I'm talking about, be sure that you're drinking enough water, eating enough, and really try to cut out those energy drinks because it's a quick fix. It's not treating the root of the problem. And that's what we're here to help women with. Yeah. And being here in Texas, what do we like? We like our tea. So one thing I did is I switched my family to decaffeinated tea and they never knew it and they're still (laughs) drinking it. But there's, there's other ways if you don't like water per se, and I have a lot of clients who tell me that I'm like, you know, add, add some fresh lime or lemon or cucumbers or berries, fix up that water. So it does have some flavor that you have that desire that you want to drink it. Right. Exactly. So another big lifestyle one is just being too sedentary. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but, you know, in today's society, pretty much everything is equipped to where we can do it sitting down for the most part. A lot of our jobs involve that. So not being physically active during the day can actually contribute to low energy levels. And being too tired has been cited as the main reason most middle-aged and older women don't exercise. So if you listen to our previous podcast on the importance of exercise, you'll know why this is really important to be sure that you're keeping your energy levels up. So, um, you know, just be sure that you're getting up and moving enough during the day and actually giving your body a reason to be tired and needing to rest and recover at night. Yeah, I have the, I had this conversation a lot with my clients as well, that they have been sedentary for so long. So just starting a routine scares them. And I will tell them, I'm like, shoot for five minutes a day, three times a week. When you can accomplish that goal, increase it to 10 minutes, three times a week. You know, whether it's walking, it's going around the block, it's, you know, using some light dumbbells. You know, this is more of your area of expertise, but I just give basic information just to get someone motivated to start that. Mm-hmm. And I know like you, I mean, when we go out for a walk or we do that exercise, don't you feel more energetic afterwards? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially if it's something outside, you know, very refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Moving can give you that burst of energy for right then and then help you sleep better that night. Um, of course, this one's fairly obvious, but not getting enough quality sleep. So when you're sleeping, your body releases hormones to help regulate your metabolism and your energy levels. So it's not just about the hours that you're laying there trying to sleep. It's also about the quality of your sleep. And that's real important to just be sure that you're getting enough quality sleep and being restful. And I think we actually talked about this on a, on a previous podcast, the importance of sleep and how it affects your metabolism. So catch that other episode if you haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah. And being tired actually can affect our appetite as well. You know, I don't know if people quite put that together, that if you're really tired, you tend to be more hungry and you tend to go for those processed sugary foods, kind of like we already spoke about earlier. 
because they want that quick boost of energy. However, it's like when I'm talking to my clients about eating just carbohydrates alone, you know, like you feel good really at first and then you hit that wall. So incorporating those healthy fats and those protein, having that right combination will help. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing is too, is just kind of sleeping at quote the wrong times. And this is a lot for shift workers, things like that, that, you know, they have, they rotate between day shift and night shift and it, it just messes with their circadian rhythm. So some of that can't be avoided. So if, if you are a shift worker or you work days and nights, just really trying to focus on these other areas and controlling what it is you can control. But just know that that can be one reason. Because, you know, we've talked about how your body, it, it learns a pattern. It likes routine. And when it's constantly being shifted back and forth, it's, it's kind of confused, not really sure what's going on. So that can lead to uh, feelings of exhaustion and, and low energy levels. Yeah. And so when you're trying to sleep or you're a shift worker and you're trying to get, you're sleeping on different patterns, like using blackout curtains, um, not drinking a lot of caffeine, like we already said, keeping it cooler in your room, all of those things can also help with more effective sleep. And you can actually talk about this more because your husband is a shift worker, being a fireman. Yeah. So it, it can be hard. Like I said, it's just focusing on those things that you you can control because you know that that's just part of their their job and making sure that they're doing their exercise and that they're hydrating correctly and trying to get good quality sleep when they can. So I mean that's a lot of those lifestyle factors that can come into play. So lifestyle definitely, and then you also mentioned some medical factors. Yeah, this one can be actually medical and lifestyle, but high stress levels, mm-hmm. um, stress can negatively affect our body in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But those medical issues that we're talking about could be um, anemia, chronic fatigue, hypothyroidism, food intolerances, believe it or not, that too can affect the way that you're feeling. Because if you're eating foods that um, your body is not tolerating, maybe it's inflammatory foods or things like that, it will cause you to be more tired. You're not going to have that energy. So specifically food intolerances would be more for someone who had celiac disease and, or we've talked about this several times today, um, hypoglycemia, just not eating those right foods, only eating those really high carbohydrate foods without the protein, without those healthy fats, you eat it, you feel great for a little bit, and then you hit that wall around three o'clock. So I was going to put in, you mentioned anti-inflammatory and inflammation there. That's actually going to be our topic for our next episode. So we'll go a lot more in depth on, you know, how inflammation can affect your sleep and then just your, your overall life. So yeah. So our next one could be psychological causes depression, anxiety. And we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, because as women, we tend to um, push ourselves to the limit. But depression, anxiety, they can be common causes of tiredness. If you're feeling anxious or stressed, you could be struggling with sleep. So research has shown um, that there is a link between insomnia and low energy levels. So if you're experiencing any type of depression or anxiety, you know, go seek medical um, help. 
whether it's talking to a counselor, you're going to your physician for medication. But, you know, like Stephanie said, in one of our upcoming podcasts, we're going to be talking about inflammation. And that too can help us with depression and anxiety, the foods that we're actually eating. If we're eating those high carbohydrate foods or those high sugary foods, that that really affects our brain. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And I go a lot into that in my small group program that focuses on helping women find their healthy weight. But a lot of the program is focused on how to help manage depression and anxiety, specifically with food and exercise. So um, we do a deep dive into that. And a lot of women have had good success from that. So it's just realizing, you know, I don't think any of these things are probably really new information, but it's just, you know, taking that time to evaluate these. So I would encourage the listeners to listen to these things and then just spend a couple minutes and really evaluate your life. Look at what it is that you're doing and seeing if any of these areas that you can tweak or make changes in, you know, if there's two or three, pick those out and really focus on trying to make some small changes to incorporate things that would help you be able to have more energy and and see if that helps you feel better. Yeah, being tired, it's such a complex issue. And like we've already touched on, there's so many underlying medical conditions, um, psychological issues, and even those lifestyle issues that can affect us being tired. However, nutrition can be one of those really key components to help us combat um, or even diminish some of the these side effects of being as tired. Right. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that's our main purpose for doing this podcast is just, we want you to realize that you don't have to live tired and exhausted, you know, look at this and, and look at the medical reasons that, that you could be having and just realize that there is things that can be done. There's no reason to go through life living tired and just dealing with that day after day, you know, Help yourself out by looking at these things and then getting getting the help that you need for that. So I hope you found this episode helpful. And like we said, in the next episode, we're going to be going over inflammation. So we hope you catch us for that one. Thank y'all for joining. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you gained a little more info to help you along your journey to your best life. We would love it if you would take just a minute to write this podcast and share it with your family and friends. And as always, let us know if you have anything you would like us to talk about on any future episodes. And don't forget, go to the Fitness Nutritionist Corner, our private Facebook group, where we'll have those fun challenges. We'll answer your questions and support women along their journey to a better health. You can also contact us on our website at thefitnessnutritionist.com. And that's nutritionist with an S. And just remember, ladies, you are worth it.